while leadership is one of my favorite things to talk about and learn about and read about, there's also a missing component that I think we kind of skip over in our effort to be great leaders. Let's talk about what I mean. So there's been this massive, over the past like two decades or more maybe, this massive influx in the church community of leadership teaching. And a lot of the lines between ministry and leadership have been blurred. In some ways that's good, but the the, the negative side effects, I think there's a few different things we could unpack that are negative side effects of this obsession in our church culture with leadership. I think it's a good thing overall. I'm not slamming it. I'm not going to name names or, or call people out in this episode and say like, hey, they're doing it wrong. They're not, they don't love Jesus because all they talk about is leadership. I'm just saying, I think there's an overlooked side effect in particular that we have got to zoom in on um, that happens when we just obsess about leadership. And I myself have been guilty. When I relaunched this podcast, I said, like I, I said, all these things that I'm going to talk about and all these things I'm passionate about. And I think I said the word leadership or leading twice because it's such a topic that is is so important to me. And I think like all the quotes, like readers are leaders and, you know, all the, I could, I could quote you all the John Maxwell things and, and I love leadership, but a negative side effect that I have noticed and I'm, I'm, I'm preaching to myself and I realize there's just, just happens to be many of you listening in. But as I'm, I'm sharing these thoughts with this microphone in my kind of ratchet podcast studio, I'm, I'm, I'm not just sharing them for you. I'm sharing them for me as well. Um, and I don't know, I didn't come up with this term, uh, but, but it's a mindset that I think we've got to come back to while we're focusing on good leadership. I think we first have to focus on good followership. I think it's important that we don't just jump the gun and I'm especially talking to like mid twenties, early thirties, where you like, you feel like you're ready to run. I, I, I just, I think it's important that we don't just assume that because we've read a bunch of leadership books and have been to ministry school, that it's, it's instantly qualification for us to lead. I think that we skip a step of followership of learning what does it mean to be a good follower before I'm a good leader. I'm so grateful for the time that I spent serving, waiting tables. I waited tables for uh, six years while I was in ministry school and my first ministry assignment. And it gave me such a perspective on serving people that I carried into ministry that that I, I've got to understand how to meet people where they are and meet needs. And one of the one of the best things that you can do to be a good server is to read the table and anticipate needs. And ministry is a lot like that. Like how can you meet the needs of people even before they're verbalized? How can you uh, teach people what they need to know before they walk into their trials? And so um, in the same way that serving waiting tables taught me some, some principles about ministry, which could be a whole other podcast in and of itself. I want to talk about the idea of learning how to be a good follower and how this is not just a one-time season that you've got to learn and then master and then you'll be a good leader. I think being a good follower and mastering the idea of followership will carry you throughout other seasons and it's something we've always got to grow at and always got to be good at. Let me talk about three things that I think are are elements of good followership that that make you a good follower. And one thing that isn't a part of this is like living under spiritual abuse. Like 
there's this cop out that I I was in some organizations that taught this that uh, touch not the Lord's anointed like you're not allowed to say anything negative about your leader they can do what they want you just got to serve and submit like that is not what I'm talking about I'm talking about in a healthy context in a situation where you're submitted to leadership that is is challenging you and growing you not saying you always agree with but there should be a place where if you're being manipulated abused um, you're a doormat, you're taken advantage of, like, that's not a healthy situation. I'm not saying in that situation, sit down and shut up. But I am saying a lot of times we just disagree with one thing and we think it's our time to bounce and start our own thing. Here's three things that I think we should we should get good at before we lead our own thing. Um, running. And what I mean by that is like running with the vision, like serving and running well. Like when it's time to go, it's time to go. Are you running the race with your leader, whether that's an employer or a pastor, or a parent, like, are you completing the assignment you're given? There's a meme circulating right now called, um, he understood the assignment, talking about actors, and it's a picture of an actor, for example, like Jack Black, and it says, it it shows screenshots of Jack Black in like four or five different movies, and the phrase on top of the meme says, um, no matter what it is, Jack Black understands the assignment, or in this movie, Natalie Portman absolutely understood the assignment. And what they mean by that is no matter what role they're thrown into, they understand the role and just crush it. And so do you understand your assignment? Do you run? Do you, when it's time to go, do you go? Like, like, are, is your leader dragging you into things? Are you kind of like having to, does he have to stop and, does he or she have to stop and argue with you every time? It's time to go. Or do you just run when it's time to run? And to say it another way, like, are you matching the pace of where you're at? Um, that This isn't a one-size-fits-all. Like some jobs, some businesses, there's, there's different paces, there's different speeds, there's different seasons. And in any given moment, you need to be able to run underneath your leader well without having to feel like they're dragging you along. I think taking initiative... And being ready to go is a sign of a good follower that can consequently become a good leader. Number two, I think a pillar of good followership is knowing how to give and receive healthy feedback. I've worked for a lot of great leaders and I've served in a lot of different roles. And every one of my favorite things about the people that I've worked for um, in the business world and the ministry world is that they value feedback. They don't want yes men. They don't want people who will just do what they're told. This is what I mean when I talk about a healthy culture. Not a perfect culture. There's no such thing. But a healthy culture should be a place where you can give feedback. And sometimes this just means overcoming a hesitancy that we have. We sometimes have a fear of man or a fear of what others will think if we open our mouth. Um, But I think it's time to find your voice in a respectful, honoring way and give good feedback that lifts up and and doesn't just criticize, but lifts up and brings solutions. How can we make this situation better? How can we reevaluate what we're doing and speak to it? Not just say, wow, boss, that was incredible what you did. Like when you got up there and did that, or when you said that, or when we implemented this strategy, like it crushed it. No, don't just be a yes, man, like bring encouragement, but also go, Hey, can I just give some some perspective where I was thinking about this. And I think that if we did this again, here's what I would do differently. Just a thought. And you can frame conversation in a way that people know you're not being disrespectful. You're not smacking down the authority. You're just simply bringing a layer of value. And I think, uh, even the worst 
boss, maybe this isn't true fully, but even the worst boss understands feedback, constructive criticism. Like they, they want, they, they desire input from their employees, from their followers, from the people in the organization. So number one, are you running when it's time to run? Number two, do you give and receive healthy feedback? Number three, does your vision match the vision of the organization, the vision of the leader? Or it, this happens a lot, especially in ministry roles, but even in business, you're, you're hired on, you're brought into a role, and you're put into a position. And then if you're a good entrepreneur, a good leader, a good like student of leadership and success, you then begin to um, infuse your own vision into the project. And what, what can happen if we're not careful is that our vision will bleed over and become the, the driving vision. I think there needs to be a submission of the vision that we have to the vision of the house that you're in. Again, whether that's a church or a business or a family is what you want lining up with what you were hired to do, what you were brought into that situation to do. And if you're a volunteer, obviously you weren't hired, but you were, you signed up, you came on board to be a part of this. Is it about you implementing your vision, your ideas, or is it about serving well? Like, even if you don't have, even if you have to kind of lay down some of your ideas that you think are better, ultimately in the name of, of seeing the main vision come to pass, that's a win. Um, and I think this is a component that gets so glossed over because, again, we're seeing so many people. I mean, you can turn on TikTok and YouTube and 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 set up a, an account on Amazon, and you can instantly have a platform to be this expert. And we have now more experts than ever with their own visions, their own ideas, their own opinions. It is so easy to self-publish our own opinion everywhere. And if we're not careful, we can carry that mindset into our followership and it can it can be detrimental because you're one day going to be leading people you're going to one day be carrying the vision of an organization and you want people to be running in their own vision underneath you and collecting a paycheck or do you want people to build the vision of your organization and i don't say this to plant seeds of like well you want good followers one day so be a good follower now no i'm saying that no matter where you go in life if you can learn to partner with other people's vision and help them win, you're winning as well. And this, again, this translates in in my head right now. I'm picturing like mid twenties, young twenties, even young thirties that are in various roles, various positions. But this even translates to those that that have been working in a field for a very long time. I don't think we graduate from this idea from serving well. I just think we have to learn how to steward the vision of what God has gave us while simultaneously running underneath the vision of the person we're working for or serving. So I hope that helps. Again, let's just recap. Followership has got to come before leadership. We've got to learn how to follow and serve well before the Lord is going to give us our own leadership and influence. We skip over this step. And and just to quote a verse here that that resonates with me in this season uh first peter 4 10 says every believer has received grace gifts so use them to serve one another as faithful stewards of the many colored tapestry of god's grace god's grace is not this linear path that just goes in one direction it's a woven tapestry made up of a lot of different people a lot of different visions a lot of different passion a lot of different roles and we get the benefit of being a part of that but I would rather just be a small thread in the massive tapestry of God's grace than try to branch out and do my own thing 
by myself. Good followership is important. And serving and stewarding this tapestry of God's grace is such a big deal. First Peter 4.10. And I just want to encourage you, do what you can to run when it's time to run. Give and receive healthy feedback. And finally, match the vision of where you're at. Fit in. Don't just try to do your own thing. Let's let's do our part to steward this tapestry of God's grace. Um, all right. I hope this has been a blessing to you. As always, would love a review, a subscribe, and whatever app you're listening to. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find me on social at a bunch of different places and would love to just chat with you. How, how do you do this? Do you feel like there's been areas where you have jumped into leadership too quickly or have you mastered the art of following well? Hit me up. Let's talk. And I'll talk to you again soon.